Good afternoon and welcome to episode 85 of Martin Uncut and today it's the 4th of May 2021. Today's episode is keyboard layouts. So today wasn't really what I expected. Uh, Yesterday we got a message from school saying we got corona so we're closing. So my whole plan of course got out the window. But that's why my episode is a little bit later today and we'll see what happens tomorrow when and if I can get an episode out. But um, today's episode about keyboard layouts then. So I write a lot on my keyboard as you know. Every day I do plenty of coding, plenty of documentation and I also do quite a lot of different type of content creations. Both uh, for my own website, but also for my workplace website. I know I started to get old, um, and some days I can feel pretty rough in my neck and my shoulders after a long day in front of the keyboard. And thus, ergonomy starts to become pretty important for me. Um, And a few years ago, I started to use mechanical keyboards. And that is a decision that I will never regret. It is something very, very special to write on a keyboard that has really great tactile response. And it's not only the tactile response, it's also uh, audible. You can hear the sound of the keyboard. So you have a lot more feedback coming back from the keyboard that tells you if you are actually doing the right thing. But now I'm starting to look into finding other ways to make my writing experience even better. Not necessarily faster, but more economical on my aging limbs. So let's get started. Our normal keyboard layout, it hasn't really changed that much since the, I think it's the end of the 19th century. So uh, the modern QWERTY keyboard, and it has the name because if you look on the top left hand, the the letters there is Q-W-E-R-T-Y. So that's why it got the name of QWERTY. And it was actually invented around 1870 by a gentleman called Christopher Latham Scholes. And he was working on the typewriter. So he was building a lot of different type of prototypes for this new way of writing. And in the beginning, the keyboard... Uh, was more like a piano keyboard. So it was laid out straight and you had the the keys in alphabetical order. But as the mechanical design went forward, the setup changed uh, to become more of a QWERTY type of keyboard. And that, that is the keyboard that we have today. And there is a common myth going around saying that the reason it ended up this way was that they wanted to slow down uh, the, the typing, because if you wrote too quick, the machine would jam up. Um, because, you know, the, it's arms that goes up and hit this uh, tape band and then makes the collar onto to the paper. And these arms would then jam up if you were too quick. But this is, however, not a confirmed story or a confirmed uh, truth. Uh, there is known that there has been research uh, at this time and related to Christopher. He knew that uh, a lot about character frequencies and word structures. So they were looking into this. So it can very well be that the design is actually there so that the risk of the arms actually interfering with each other uh, would be less. But I don't think that it's actually to slow writing down. 
but all the details here is not known. But the problem with the old QWERTY keyboard is that it is not very efficient. And when you write, you're forced to move your hands around the, the keyboard a lot. So if you look at a, an old classic, let's say the Huckleberry Finn, if you would be typing that um, book out, your fingers would move 14,195 meters while you're writing this out. And that's just on your small keyboard, so you can imagine how much movement that is. In 1936, August Dvorak, he um, came up with a new keyboard that he wanted to replace the old QWERTY keyboard with. And the aim here was to be able to write faster and to write more ergonomically. And this keyboard um, is one of the more commonly alternatives to the QWERTY keyboard. And of course, it's called the Dvorak keyboard or the Dvorak keyboard layout. If we again look at the Huckleberry Finn book, if you would write out the whole book uh, with Dvorak instead of QWERTY, now you would only have to move your fingers 8,369 meters. So that is a significant improvement. I mean, it's almost half, not really, but it's almost half the, the movement of your fingers that you would need to do. So you can imagine that that would actually save a lot of effort and and potentially time as well. But there is probably many different reasons that this keyboard layout never really took off. Took off. But there is quite a few users out there that are using Dvorak and they're still using Dvorak today. And if you're going to buy alternative keyboards, it's QWERTY and you can actually find some with the Dvorak setup. Uh, if you have a mechanical keyboard like I have, you can usually just pop off the key- keys and replace them however you want. So you can do whatever keyboard layout you want. And the issue is then that you just need to have a software that is supporting that new keyboard layout. But I think the race of the keyboard, uh, the mechanical keyboards here, then the trend that's uh, made them to become popular, uh, is also the reason why we now see start to see additional uh, keyboard layouts out there. And the one that is quite common right now is called Colmac. And the the, the, the of course the, the goal here is to make the writing faster and less expensive on your body. But they also had a goal here to move as few keys as possible from the QWERTY uh, keyboard layout so that you could easily learn to write on this new keyboard. And most importantly, they wanted to have the, the, the most used uh, keyboard combination still available, and that is Control-Z for undo, copy, Control-C, cut, Control-X, and paste, Control-V. They are in the same place as they are on the QWERTY keyboard. These these shortcuts they are so worked into your your bone marrow, your muscle memory that they are just sitting there. And if we compare the Colmac layout with uh, with the with the other ones by looking at Huckleberry Finn, we now see that we only have to travel eight thousand one hundred and thirty two meters. So it's roughly an improvement of two hundred meters while routing out that book. It's not as significant change as it was when we went from QWERTY to Dvorak, but still, if you compare Colmark to the, uh, to the QWERTY keyboard, you're still like it's a huge, huge difference. And 
There is, of course, variations of all these different uh, keyboard layouts. There is a lot of variation to Colmac. And one that is quite famous is called Workman. It is um, very, very similar to Colmac, but some additional keys has been moved around the keyboard to make it even more optimized so that your fingers need to move less. And this keyboard then has moved 21 keys compared to the 17 that Colmac moved. And that means that the control, the, the cut, copy, paste, and undo keys, they are not exactly the same. They are quite close, but they are not the same. But if you compare this layout with uh, the Huckleberry Finn one, we now see that we only need to travel 7,841 meters. So that is even yet an improvement with like 200, uh, 300 more meters that we, we cut from from the travel here. So it's um, extremely optimized. Um, and this layout has been specifically adjusted to work for developers or system administrators. So that makes some special characters that you are working a lot with, uh, like uh, some parentheses and other things, they are very, very easily accessible. So you don't have to use any meta key to actually write them out. And th- th- that is... Um, the, the name Workman, it's kind of a homage to the people that is living behind or using their keyboard as a living. That is the work they are using to hammer out text all days, every day. There is also a lot more keyboard layouts out there. And there is also some that has been uh, programmatically taken forward by actually looking at statistics that has been super optimized but they have not really taken off but if you're interested in that you can easily find them by going out and googling around it full disclosure here i am a qwerty keyboard user and that is the only keyboard layout i write with i can write with a lot of different qwerty languages i write fluently with swedish and fluently with english it doesn't take me anything to switch uh, but I think it's quite interesting with additional layouts and the promise that they provide that to make it easier and more effortless to type. And I would say I'm a modest writer, um, depending on my day form, but I can crank out somewhere between 60 and 70 words a minute. Um, and the reason for me would not be to increase the speed. Uh, if I would change keyboard layout, it would be more to actually save um, to make it easier to save uh, my body or, or when after a long day I would like to maybe not have such, uh, so much problem with my, my shoulders or my hands, wrists. And I think the, the big problem here is that if I would change keyboard layout to let's say Workman, that is the one that I think is the most interesting here, is my, my word per minute would probably drop down to like around 10 or something. So the first time I would be super, super unproductive but there is still uh, quite interesting uh, it's it's quite uh, tells me that this could be something that i actually should do Uh, one thing though that i'm a little bit worried about is that all of these keyboard layouts they are designed for the english language and yes i write a lot in english but i also write a lot in swedish and we have our special characters Um, that I will need to be able to quickly use. And I definitely want to have them on the standard layout. I don't want to do anything special to get hold of them. And if you look at the Workman and Coleman layouts, usually they they throw these 
keys out to the end of the keyboard. So that may be hard to reach, but it's worth to try, I think. Um, and as I probably said, after the, uh, the, the whole re- reason here is not speed. Uh, I would like to get better accuracy. I would like to be able to write uh, with less problems, with less errors, and with less strain on my body. I may be looking uh, to do a change of this in, in the future, but not right now. I'm still doing a research into keyboard layouts. But uh, the timing of when, when I do this needs to be right. I must have plenty of time to actually learn this. So that was a long talk uh, about keyboard layouts, uh, a really nerdy subject. And if you like mechanical, key- mechanical keyboards, this is probably something that you have been looking into a little bit before in the past or, or know more about. And if there is something that you definitely think I should know about keyboard layouts and mechanical keyboards, feel free to go into my website, martinhagen.se slash about, where you'll find all the ways to contact me and let me know your thoughts about keyboard layouts or mechanical keyboards. I hope you liked today's episode and why not recommend it to a friend or family or a colleague that would help us grow the audience and that would make me really happy. Take it easy until tomorrow and may the force be with you. Martin Uncut, your daily technology dose.